0: corner, um, the same usual thing. Every Tuesday, when we do this. We got a great show tonight. A lot of uh, poets here tonight, packed house, which is a good thing. So we're gonna go get the party started off right. Good evening, everyone. It's Tuesday night. Everybody, everybody, guys be there. Poetry Corner. We got two new, fresh, beautiful faces tonight with the Poetry Corner. One is a little nervous, and one is not so nervous. He's done poetry before. So, she is going to be our first poet for the night. We're going to go right into it. Do I, oh, do I I start?
1: Yes, ma'am. Okay, I, is, I, I was... Who, who are you besides me knowing your I, I, name? Oh, goodness. Yes. Hello, all, everybody out there. Uh, my name is Shirley, and I'm beaming in from my living room in Worcester, Massachusetts, neighborhood of Boston, Beantown, uh, Red Sox Nation, for all you baseball fans. And I am an educator, writer, and poet. Um, I teach English at a high school in Dorchester. I've been a teacher for over 15 years. I'm a mom and a dog mom, and I'm working on my own poetry collection as well as some other things in the writing world. So I'm excited to be here and thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. How long you been writing poetry?
1: I I've been writing poetry on and off since I was a girl. So um we ain't gonna get into the number of years, but uh it I have been familiar with poetry since uh childhood. Yes. Just before you
0: go, I just want you to know that Wade Boggs won his World Series when he went to Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. We okay. clear on that, right?
1: I guess yes. Okay. I you said, bell, you said Red Sox nation. I'm not well, red... Boston's the home of Red Sox nation, but I don't that don't really? mean I'm a baseball oh. fan. <laughs> I'm well, just... You you use that as your tag, so like no, Wade Boggs. Like okay, so I got to yeah. look him up. All right,
0: yeah. <laughs> you good?
1: Thank you. I'm like
0: Ooh. you. It's on you. We waiting on you. You 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 the lead off hitter. Oh so oh.
1: I, oh, you yes. on, a, you you on baseball, the plate. <laughs> You don't mess me up. You don't use some baseball references. I thought you were saying something. I'm all like, oh, I'm leading off with the poem. Okay. You, yeah. you should have said so. Should have said so. Got me all discombobulated. now you good. Okay, thank you. Thank you. All right. So I guess I'm going to start with the poem. So am, yes. I, am I just doing one?
2: You're going to do one and then we're going to go around in the in cipher.
1: Okay. All right. Okay, so this one is one I I just started recently working on, and it's called Thirty Eight Trans. Thirty Eight Trans Women, Black Women, have died so far this year. Mm-hmm. Let me be clear to Don, to David Chappelle, and all those who think that. The LGBT community should all be rotting in hell. The real sin is not us not looking within the black community. Because we seem to have an issue with those in our community that do not follow a certain path and seem and deem it necessary for them to catch the cisgender wrath. I don't know why it's okay to kill a Black trans woman. I don't know why it's okay to kill a Black trans man. I don't know why gay men, lesbian women, asexual, pansexual, bisexual, whatever sexual, it's okay for them to be treated like pariah. Like you want to set their bodies on fire. Black community. Well, here comes Dave Chappelle with his Netflix green. On the scene after he disappeared for some number of years. And now he's back talking all this about trans. All this about gay life. And all it's doing is causing more strife. I say with impunity, stop. Harassing this community. Black lives matter. Trans lives matter. Gay lives matter. All lives matter, as long as you include black and brown lives mattering. And we need to get together as a community and examine our own bias, because you know they're not going to look at us, and you know who they are. They're just going to look at us as they problem whatever whoever we love because of the skin that we're within. Thank you.
3: Okay now. Okay, okay now. All
1: right.
3: That's what we talking about. Coming with that <laughs> fire. I mean fire. Oh <laughs> uh, okay,
2: uh, Saida, we gonna come with you. So I yeah, let us I'm know where you're from welcome. and
4: everything. So uh, my name is Saida. I'm an educator also at Boston Public. Um, I teach third grade autistic children. Um, I'm also an author of my book called An If My Thoughts. Um, This is my first project. Um, I say I fell in love with writing just in general. I say probably about like third grade. I've had a diary and I wrote everything you could think of in this diary. And I got caught one day and they read my diary and that stunned me from writing, period. I didn't wanna write no more at all. Um, I'm also from Dorchester as well, but I just recently moved to the South shore because of gentrification and it's crazy up here in Boston. And it's awful that we can't even afford to be in our own neighborhoods that we grew up anymore. Um, And I'm a mother, I'm a basketball mom too. So that keeps me busy. I um, I have a daughter who's 13 and I have a son who's two. Um, I hope one day to just have numerous books, like just to get like my foot in the door with this poetry thing. But it's something I always, is, writing has been my heart and it always just clears my mind. And after it, I just feel refreshed. And it kind of is like a meditation to me without me actually really like meditating and actually being calm. Like more right. so, like stopping, like and being just quiet, like because I can't meditate because I I just think too much. Um, but I'm gonna start off with a poem from my book.
3: You went mute. We can't hear you.
2: Yeah, your sound is off.
4: Oh, oh y'all y'all didn't hear nothing.
3: No, no. we heard everything no, no. else except for the poem. Except for the poem. You said I'm going to start. Oh, okay, the poem.
4: okay. I was going to say, I literally just started the poem, so that was nothing. Okay. Okay. Oh, thank All you. Right. I was about to say, I didn't hear nothing. <laughs> so this one's called City Cries, and it's, um in the city, there are sirens, in the suburbs, it's quiet. How I want to be there, but it's tiring, trying to analyze it. How I can't afford the place that I once adored. We want peace, or is it that we really want a piece of what's ours when they claim to borrow it because it's everything they take, but hollering, gentrification isn't real, as the neighborhoods we grew up up in, we can no longer afford. When the hood becomes the city, we no longer adore, or the politicians lie about promises they swore, wanting peace and our rights, but still saying F you to the the high-priced landlords.
3: Thank you. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about.
4: Thank you.
2: All Right, Brother Paul.
3: All right. This piece is called Amen. When I pray, I have so much to say, not about me, but about others. You see, I've learned not to be selfish, rather how to relinquish the unspoken words of others as I talk with the Heavenly Father. Our communication begins with dedication to the fact that prayer is a form of communication. And to speak means I have to be willing to listen as a part of this participation. Because as much as I like to be heard, He loves to be heard. The challenge is always knowing what to say. It doesn't matter the time of day. Prayer definitely changes outcomes. The unexpected becomes the expected. And when we as believers get to marvel, in the excitement that our prayers are answered, we shout and yell at the fact that God still answers prayers, no matter what the non-believers and naysayers say. So when I pray, I do so with authority, and I humble myself of pride and dignity just so I can get close enough to him to be able to speak to him, lose myself from reality, recognize his deity, lift up my brothers, my sisters, my children, whomsoever has a need, desire, or want, that's when I can feel the sweat like great, great drops of blood covering my floor like a rushing flood. And after I've uttered my last request, that's when I can finally say, Amen. That's that piece.
2: Oh man. All right, bro. That's what's up.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
2: People on fire tonight. All right, this is a piece I titled one-on-one. On One. Pray towards the east while my physical rest on the west. Wear garments that are fresh, scented oils across my chest. Cover my head, therefore, my thoughts proceed from Allah. Inshallah, Allahu Akbar, may I read what's in the stars. Stay disciplined within studies, through guidance and honor. Much respect to the sponsor, that position with power. Always believe to receive, or so achieve off degrees. Focus my knees on how I breathe, so I can feel the enemy. When I am still, channel a time from being weak and totally blind gathered enough strength off the signs that are lying, it broke my spine. My peace of mind carried heavy disappointment in my life. Worked it out paying a price and a resurgence shining bright. Key is hope, faith, and peace with prosperity and love. It really doesn't matter or take much that's equal a big hug. Few words of encouragement that's organic and ever so real. That can help your heart heal from something that you had to feel. Abdul haleem Salam,
3: King. Yes sir, bro. Yes sir. Thank you, brother. Thank you, sister. I'm talking about.
2: All right, Shirley, we're gonna come back with you.
1: Okay, I'm going to go to. Uh, I have a, a website where I keep my a bulk of my poems. It's on AllPoetry.com, and uh, I'm just bringing that up on my phone now that it's charged up. Uh, give me a moment. Do do do. On into network, we go? Right. There we go. Man. Man. Okay. All right. So let me see. Okay. Uh, ooh, not that one. All right. All right, so this poem is entitled, Children of a Foul Spirit. It is so sad for our institution, this thing called America. United States so divided from city to city, state to state, and region to region on a micro level, your neighbor becomes your enemy, your boss judges your views, opinions under a microscope, It's time to pay attention to what dwells beneath the beating heart of our nation, a poison that lives and has lived for centuries, birthing hatred, racism, and violence in so many forms, beatings, hangings, rapes, and threats of violence, driving away those who want change so that our country could become better. But evil can sometimes overwhelm the best of us. Evil wins a round, good wins another, an endless cycle, Humanity caught in the middle and we eye each other, wondering which side we're on.
3: Okay. I love that, love that. Moving through, moving through like that.
4: So my next poem is gonna be called, sorry. My next poem is gonna be called um, Quarantine 2020. And honestly, what really motivated me to write this book was the fact that coronavirus came and I said, I always wanted to be an author. And I was like, you know what? I think God is telling me I got an assignment and I have to follow through right now. And Sorry. he's always saying how I'm just so busy with life and I never had the, the moment to actually like, you know, be like, take it serious and actually do it. So I was like, that whole time when we were quarantined, I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to write the book. The book is going to come out this year. So it got me writing and it's called Quarantine 2020. What is God trying to tell us? Maybe He's trying to tell us that we should have some compassion for one for one another, coronavirus or not. Maybe it's a break for Him to show us all the things that His time is perfect for. I think He's trying to say, just chill while the world is still. Work less, more family, more family time, and more rest. Be at peace. The calm before the storm. Rest up because a lot is in store. The strength and the bravery. So that when they dare, they don't stare. The fight for our lives has always been near. So be kind, be okay with being alone. And remember that he's still there. Stay prayed up because you always need you'll always need to be there because everything lies has fears. No matter what, God will be there.
3: Awesome. All right. Awesome. I love it.
2: Cool. Love it. Thank you. Wings on the fly. (laughs) All right, Brother Poe, you up next.
3: All right, this piece is called Taste of Love Naturally. Every lily in the field sways back and forth to whatever the wind says. Each bird soars amongst the clouds as their wings propel them while the atmosphere screams aloud, and the morning dew drops off of a leaf, and the pebbles fall from the wreath, when the waves crash against the rocks so the water can bathe the stones not worrying about clocks because time stands stills for the acceptance of my words when I express my heartfelt romance. Only the thorns of a rose can make the claim that before you get to the beauty, you will be pricked just the same. When I open my eyes imagining your essence, I think to myself, let me taste your presence so the flavor of your existence can align with the cavities of my senses, but my delight of you It's like a breeze blowing in the wind and I do. I do marvel at how you're more beautiful than than any earthly creation I've laid my eyes upon and so delightful as I taste every drop of your nectar thinking you are the only therapy I've ever known by far. I don't want conditional unconditional love as my star is shooting, falling through the midnight skies in the brisk air, feeling the breath of your love upon my skin, thinking just when can I show you your value and worth? And be reminded that love never dies. It just hides until rebirth. I love you. I love you. And that's that piece.
2: Okay. Rock it out, bro. Rock it out.
3: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Word. All right. This piece, I titled Rise. Never asked for the favor, only spoke through open dreams. Changed into garment attire, disposed of my slacks and jeans. The return of Mahadi explained to me what was to come. Passed a message to my daughters and especially my son. While I move around states, where I land it might be different. Traveling on spiritual business, start a wave until I finish. Conversation so intense, how can I build a better life? Too many given last rights. If there's a cure, of Skype. Contact and connect through all communications. Kill days of shade illuminating inside of New Haven. Watching women of patience coming to me as I breathe, still reading the Quran and Bible until my third eye can see. My attribute was given outside of artistry of this craft. Excuse my past while I'm having a second blast. We should point of discovery knowing the Creator loved me, allow my world to be beautiful outside of
3: things ugly. King. Yes, sir, bro. Yes, sir, bro. Thank you. Fire tonight, y'all. Fire tonight. Shirley, you next up.
1: Okay, so this poem, um, I borrowed the title from a, a famous movie, so you might know it once you hear it. All my life I had to fight. Born into a loveless pairing, a combination of care and brutality. I was the granddaughter of an island, the daughter of a borough, a Caribbean twang in my cadence. Northern Patois in my speech. I was rejected by blackness, coddled by whiteness. A confused and lonely child, a girl with dreams to write. I created my own worlds, pulled from what I saw on television. I mixed fact with fantasy to give birth to a new truth. Stories once accepted when I was a girl, now rejected when I became an adult. I ride the struggle bus to get away from grief city. I mourn a mother who left before she died, a father who died before he left. Blackness is a badge trying to undo its burdens.
3: Okay. All right, now.
2: Send it away. Said it. Of-
4: yeah, it's my turn. I'm sorry. I just lost my page, plate, my book down. I'm sorry. Um, sorry. Sorry, just give me a second, guys. Take your toe. All right, I'll just pick anyone right now. So, this one is about my future lover like, who I would like my husband to be like. So, it's called My Future Lover. He's more like the compassionate type, loving, understanding, a chef that will eat your heart out. A great father, a great husband, faithful, good communicator, self-motivated, family-oriented, laid-back and cool as a, co- a cute, sorry, cool as a cucumber, a protector, supportive, helpful, fair, selfless because I can't deal with the selfish shit, caring, thoughtful, eager to learn and eager to earn, accepting, and loving of my children, connected to his community, and smells as good as he looks. In hands of so stress like a cool breeze.
0: Okay.
3: I like that line, handle stress like a cool breeze. Oh my God.
4: <laughs> a lot of people can't handle stress and you gotta know that. Like.
3: Yeah, that's you know, so true. That so is, true. Cause
4: definitely. when you're with someone, they're stressed, you're around them, you feel that stress too. And you're like, wait,
3: relax. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Shoot facts. Wow. All right, brother Pope. Um man. It was my turn, wasn't it? It's was my, yeah. it was my turn. It's my turn. Wow. All right. I like the song, It's My Turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> this piece is called Out of My Life. Sometimes you never know love until it's gone, even though you were in it all alone cherishing every kiss as if it were to be the last and in the blink of an eye it's over so fast the irony of losing it was to make way for the realness of it you have to release that hold over your heart so divine energy can open up the waves of restoration and regeneration that would start removing the toxicity she was releasing into my bloodstream the healing process provided me with a new love it would seem One where it would provide the necessary nutrients and herbs to maintain a healthy blood flow that would be superb. Just to remind me, am I tired of sampling samples of a reality that would provide an ample amount of real genuine love from one who wishes to merely love me for me. So I can finally, finally say with confidence that she's out of my life with an assurance that the love, the energy I seek, I need, I want, and I desire, will manifest itself in the form of the one I've been praying about so I can retire. My personal ways of feeling heartbroken because she's out of my life and I'm open. Yet so I've learned how to be willingly open to be strengthened, my brokenness through my pain desiring the greatest gain ever known to man. Another willing to hold and protect his heart and show him the previous samples have reached an expiration date, but this current original will never expire and absolve the hurt and hate he's experienced in a prior life. She's prepared to be his wife, understanding his need to be loved and respected, and baby, she's out of his life. And I'm no longer neglected. Before, I never knew whether to live or die, but I certainly know not to cry, knowing that right now, she's perfect and ready to show me how to have what I want and need. My heart no longer bleeds. I love you. I love you. And that's that piece. Hey, bro. That's what's up.
2: You always come with that fire.
3: Shout out, shout out to uh shout out to Michael Jackson for inspiring that piece.
2: All right, that's what's up. Peace to Mike. I'm gonna recite a piece out of my new book called Peace, Power, and Love. And the piece I'm about to recite is called Someone to Love. When you believe in the heart, that make you feel the truth. The will and testament of God will give you the proof. Any decision made, don't be afraid of what they say. Just know that you are great in many different ways. Troubled souls find healing after the merge of a purge. We all want to be heard and not serve like hors d'oeuvres. As the lines become blurred due to bad connectivity, there's a bright, distinguished light check around the vicinity. Feel vibes that are alive through a frequency that's high. All spells in our dry, wait for the tears when the angels cry. It's the rain that's the pain, cover your pain with no blame, except the change that's on the ledge of God's window pane. We grow up and try to make sense of what our eyes see, but at the same time, there's a struggle we don't see. How man and woman is supposed to be true inside of belief. Many times we drift free, miss blessed deliveries, love, care, and respect, treasure the loyalty of honesty. Escape the fools of comedy, express and show modesty. Cool common collective. Invest on new perspectives. Don't lose life lessons. There's an angel with a message. Prepare Mm. for the happenings coming to your life. Never doubt what's in your route. Make you feel nice, King.
3: I see you, bro. Yeah, I definitely need that book. I definitely (laughs) need that
2: book. Peace, peace, power, and love. I have a question for tonight. I'm going to circle around. I'm going to pull one of Quentin's things. When I'm going to go with you. How do you feel about the power of prayer?
4: Oh, I feel like I, I, I often pray all the time. Like, even if it's a little prayer, like, because, you know, sometimes I, I feel like with God, I'd be like, God, I'm sorry. I didn't pray that much. But, you know, my heart as far as like, you know, I'm exhausted. You know, I'm praying for strength, you know. I think it's very important to be, um, to have that relationship with God and whatever you believe in, it doesn't matter to me. I feel like it's all the same thing, just different names. Um, So um, I feel like that's really important. And I've been in so many situations where I'm like, that was God. Like he was with me that whole time and I, I didn't even know it, like looking at it now, like I didn't even know it. So I think God is a, well, I know God is a big part of my life. Amen. 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 Even I don't go to church. I don't go to church though, but I I just look at it like it don't matter. Like my relationship with God is my relationship with Him. Like I talk to Him every day. I don't need to go to church to talk to Him.
2: Exactly. That's true. <clears throat> Thank you for that, uh Shirley. Uh, how do you feel about the power of prayer?
1: Um, I believe in the power of prayer. I have seen and experienced things in my life that I believe had a divine intervention involved. I consider myself a spiritual person, um, but also a um, realist. So I believe that there's a higher power, an afterlife, that our souls go somewhere when we um, when we pass on from this earth. Um, I've had my ups and downs with uh, God, uh, you know, to be honest. I lost my mother four years ago, so uh, that sort of, like, put me on a rocky path. So now I'm sort of like, I'm more like, there is a higher power. There is some sort of universe or celestial deity or deities out there. That's what I believe in.
3: that's
2: what's up amen to all of
3: that amen amen all right
2: brother poetic how do you feel about the power of prayer
3: man i feel good about the power of prayer your question is how do i feel about the power of prayer i feel good about the power of prayer um i've seen so many situations where it could only be god Um, you know, your, your hands in most cases are tied with situations that you've tried to put your hands in and sometimes you had to let it go, release and just talk to God because prayer is just communication between you and God. So, um, I love it. I do it, you know, every day. Um, that, as I said in my piece, um, it's allowed me not to be selfish. Um, I learned a long time ago, almost four or five years ago to be exact, that, Sometimes we pray for the wrong things. And when things aren't happening the way that we want them to, we have to look from within. We have to take ourselves out of the equation when you're praying. It's okay to pray for yourself, but just remember that there's somebody else out there who can't pray, who is at a weak moment and they need someone else to intercede on their behalf. So I feel really good about being able to pray on behalf of someone else and include myself. So, I love
2: it. Amen to that. I mean, definitely good response on that. Me, myself, I believe in the power of prayer and also I meditate just to release a lot of things. You know, mm-hmm. And as I said, you pray for others because you never know who's praying for you to give Absolutely. you the strength
3: and Absolutely. give you the
2: embodiment of the creator. Yes,
3: sir. You know?
2: You walk on different paths in life and you go through many things but to be strong and disciplined to just know that you hold faith hope and everything to keep alive and especially in the society today Ooh. so I, I walk with that like it's like it's a backpack you know indeed prayer the constitution of the power you know saying i call on god for anything and as you said you know about praying for other people
3: you know, I'm a healthcare
2: worker, so I'm always praying for the elderly that I take care of.
3: Yes, sir. Just
2: praying also just to do a good job to make sure they okay. You know, them people always say, I pray for you. So I accept that. I'm like, thank you. I said, yes. definitely pray for them. So, yeah. Yes. I definitely believe in the power of prayer. So I thank you all for that one. You know your answers on the Q&A. We're going to get back into poetry, and Shirley, you're up.
1: Okay. All right, Uh, this poem is entitled Fairy Tales as Metaphor for Black Girlhood. Black girls have to fight for their happy endings. Our lives are not love letters. Sometimes we feel so weak, some of us don't make it. There are histories written on our tears, falling for generation over a land full of monstrous acts against our bodies, our minds, and our souls. Black girls do not seek their knight in shining armor, their Prince Charming, has been killed by the police, imprisoned or betrayed by one of his own. Black girls are left alone to fend for themselves. We're told to be strong, but our strength has been poisoned like Snow White's apple because our landscape is steeped with so much pain that love seems like a land called far, far away. And Black girls travel down a yellow brick road that is cracked and worn. We have no directions, only the guidance from the women that came before us, sisters who know who our pain and passed on the remedy to transcend it, a culture of care, a narrative of survival, and of tradition wrapped in the arms of goddesses.
3: All right, Shirley. All right, Shirley.
1: Okay, Shirley, <laughs> the vibes are
2: alive tonight, I'll tell you indeed, that
3: much. Indeed, <laughs> indeed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Saida, we're gonna return back with you
4: Alright, Um, so this poem doesn't even have a title, it was just the day where I was just feeling like I just needed to write and I just wanted to clear my mind Um, You ever been so broken that you don't have a, a, enough energy to do anything but take care of yourself So broken that all you have to do is eat, sleep go to work, make money, survive to repeat Now now is the time you have to heal because I've heard that you can't heal in a broken place. So take time and do what's best for you and get well soon because this isn't like you or the one that I'm used to. I
3: love free rights. I love free rights.
2: Thanks. Amen to that. All right, Brother Poe.
3: All right, this piece is called Thinking About You. <clears throat> I've been thinking about you, wondering when I can see your ebony hue, that sun-kissed chocolate melanin, absorbing the rays from its warmth, melting my heart from your existence, daydreaming about your consistence. Yeah, I've been thinking about you, and just what I'm going to do when I get next to your heartbeat, and my physical being seeks your residual energy from the top of my head down to my feet, because thinking about you all day, my feelings get in the way. I try not to seem too anxious about what I want to be mine. I want to bask in your black sunshine, tell the world that my natural tan is because she's the one for me and I've been thinking about you. Waiting for you to tell me is true, that your visions of a sunset include me and you're, not long, you're no longer brokenhearted, yet that way I'm in love with love, I feel. I feel so excited to randomly have these thoughts of your smile and your softness seals the deal. I've definitely been thinking about you. Sad that all the things I've been through could have been avoided too if I only would have met you. To show me existence of real love and I, I begin to understand why I, I've become so addicted to not just you but the way I think about you. Would you, could you, can you? Will you give me just a little more to think about? Maybe show me how I should have no doubt. Giving me more soothing sensations that makes love's vibrations. Let them ripple through my soul. Make me whole, because without you, I'm incomplete. Competent enough to say the words, yet fragile enough to stop defeat because I've been broken. Yet my heart wants to open, all because of what is coming into view. See, yeah, I've been thinking about you. And that's that piece. Thank you. Thank all you. Right, bro. It's
2: definitely getting heavy in here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is a piece I titled I'm on Deck. I'm back with my Blackheart brothers, and it's a blessing. Reunited through a mutual friend and her connections. Been a long time since we all rocked together. Now we back tougher than leather, and the love is much better. We were G Force battling the ways of this society. In our circle, we had a tragedy that hurt our reality. The strain really hurt us. We ended up moving separate, always prayed for the day that we could really catch up. The glue was a sister that was cool, but had issues. Me and her were close. My heart gave her what she was used to. Now the unit tighter than ever before. Build off lost time. Mental mind shining. Told them I still carry that tat sign. Left side of me is where I keep my love of family. Even friends that's closer to chose to not really answer me. Love is love on a scale as we see what is life. Won't we'll ever again be blinded by a soul with no light, King.
3: Okay, bro.
0: Okay, bro. Thank you. Appreciate
2: that. All right. We're going to return back with Shirley.
1: Okay. I'm I i I'm glad I had uh, my stuff open because I, I was like, oh, goodness, let me make sure all y'all stuff is just so great. I'm just like, oh lord. Uh, we,
2: we all great. We tonight, all great. That's why all y'all's
1: stuff is so great. I'm just like, yo, let me just make sure. Let me let me bring my A game, okay? A
2: game is already in there with everybody. I tell there. My
1: students every day, bring your A game because we ain't here to play. This ain't for the week. All right. So, uh, this one is entitled. Oh, we lost somebody. Uh, this one is entitled Black Man. Black man, I am unaccustomed to seeking love, but your adoration is cold, like a room in winter when the power goes off. Ooh, where, where it goes? There we go. Ooh, I lost it. Hold on. When the power goes off. Ooh, dang, phone. There we go. I know I'm not your favorite. I see that now. Society has brainwashed you to believe that Black women are too loud, too mean, and too stubborn. You know that this is not true. Black women aren't magical. We are the stuffs of myths leading the way through love and nurturing. We support you even when you don't support us and our hearts hurt with the sting of your rejection. Our children need you, role model, king, warrior. You are our legends, our tales of heroism, the knights that don't sit at round tables or go on quests. You are the descendants of leaders, of fighters, of scholars creating empires. I love you black man and all the past versions of you, all your brothers, fathers and grandfathers who gave you wisdom, showed you care and taught you the ways of manhood, the good and the bad. So here we are, your fist on the other side of my bruise. My tears wetting your knuckles, our children crying and cowering, your raging eyes blinded by the pain you have caused. Our ancestors weep at what you have become.
2: That was different. You still there, Oh, okay. I'm still here. No. <laughs> I think we
1: lost somebody.
2: No, I'll be back. Back. It, yeah, it happens like that sometimes, you know what I mean? So the show must still go on. That's
1: right. Back, and, uh, okay, yeah, like-
2: I told you, hocus pocus, magician, wave of the hand, king. No nah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> said hocus
3: focus,
2: not for magic act. Okay. Yeah, poof. <laughs> not magic act. All right, um, we're gonna go with you, okay?
4: Okay,
2: all right.
3: unmute your mic your mic still muted i can't hear you
4: why does it keep doing that okay you can hear me now
3: yep we can hear you now
4: okay so my next poem's called more progression less oppression it's oppression when the drug dealers get more time than rapists. They idolize us, but belittle us at the same time, putting knees on our neck. Is that really what they think of us? Making everything harder for us, just knowing that nothing is the same for us. Us being oppressed has the world in distress. They need to realize that Blacks deserve nothing but the best. Shit, we went through enough alright already, already. I'm sorry. Shit, we went through enough stress already. And that's that piece. I'm sorry, I was nervous. It's
3: okay.
2: All right. Nice and to the point, right? So we do. Yeah. All right, brother Poe.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, I'm gonna do one of my uh controversial uh conscious pieces. Right. <clears throat> it's called America bent me over. America legitimized, epitomized, revolutionized the plight of the black race, characterizing, criticizing, colonizing everything about our space. Denying the part of history where they raped, robbed and recorded the facts, or at least the facts they wanted to display as acts, America bent me over. Without Vaseline or any other form of lubricant and thought that making love to my elemental, fundamental and judgmental thoughts was welcomed, you wonder why I'm distraught and unfathomed. Your soft vocal cancer penetrating my right and left frontal lobes like a party dancer. Except you think you can erase the past, grieve in the present, and make crazy love to my future. You know what? Keep your calmest future. Stop telling me to get my college education so you can enslave me with thousands of dollars of student loan debt. Grabbing all my private parts while I slept, giving me oral satisfaction with more BS funk that it's over. America just keeps bending me over. Kissing on my educated melanin, caressing my thoughts forcing an urban erection. I can no longer support falsehoods through elections. I vote for sophistication, not greased and lubricated KY pockets. Get up off your knees and wipe your chin and just stop it. See, America bent me over and left me erotic expressions of a life to discover. Oh, I discovered the lie in broad daylight. Marry me, say vows and give me civil rights. Or while you grab me from behind and slap on handcuffs, right? Embracing my insecurities with twisted verbal foreplay in the moonlight, whispering sweet nothings in my ear, making sure you'll kill enough black people to create fear, unarmed and bound. Cowards, because in a fair fight, you would be castrated and hung from the ground. So you don't like how that sounds? Let's go these rounds. Generally a hero to some, brainwashed so you come to the knowledge that America's bending me over, lusting in a cesspool of lies upon lies, the fakest relationship I've ever had. Why? Because I recovered to discover America bent me over. And that's that piece.
4: All right. I like that. That was deep. Thank
0: Thank you.
3: you.
2: All right. I'm going to go into another piece from the new book that just came out called A1. I don't need an original, only rock with Imperials. My drive on life captured with God on the steering wheel. Hang time moments shots of brown liquor thinking. Coronavirus thoughts, Corona one, lemon drinking. Sitting in the lounge with nice music and women. Dressed in a button-up shirt, my jeans, blue denim. Personally, I'm chilling inside the vibes of auras. In a tall glass of water with a straw calling my daughter. Wondering about life and how the world be turning. Society on fire, children of darkness walking and burning. Soul searching for peace, only released from a vessel. Outside is speaking blasphemy and trying to catch you emotions of the righteous call on the Lord to fight this that's why I joined the writers and spoken word reciters send a message to society, one day accept sobriety until they admire me i'll never i'm never with a liars be. I'm wireless tired of the ill mannered craziness dissolve bad relationship escape on God's graciousness Pour water on my face say a prayer after my morning my spirit felt a warning that a new wave is forming. King.
3: Yes, sir, bro. Yes, sir, bro. Thank you.
2: Appreciate that. That's what
3: I'm talking about.
2: I have a question for Saida and Shirley, but I'm going to start with um, Shirley. Shirley, do you feel that uh, poetry is timeless?
1: Oh, definitely. Um, My love of poetry, as I mentioned at the top of this uh, program, uh, started... In um, in childhood, um, but as I as I grew older, I was exposed to uh, poets of different uh, decades and eras, from Philip Wheatley all the way up to uh, Denez Smith, um, um, April Jones, uh, Tracy K. Smith, Patricia Smith. And none of them are related; they just the Smiths. Terrence um, Hayes. Um, and uh, Chen Chen chan So I have a lot of favorite poets and then like right. the past. So I think mm-hmm. um, when I write a poem, it's usually inspired by something that is either going on around me or a memory from my personal life. And then I oftentimes, when I read poetry from like say Lucille Clifton, um, Maya Angelou, I just like, you know, just get inspired by their words and how their words and what they were saying in the 50s, 60s, or 70s still resonates in
3: 2021.
2: Okay. Nice. So, uh, okay, Saida?
4: Yeah, I feel like it's um, timeless. Um, I love how it evolves. I love how there's different styles as well. Um. I love how relevant it is too to like today's world. Like I, it feels like history is always like repeating itself. Yeah. And it's just amazing to just see how different artists can capture the same thing and have a different perspective. So I love that about it. Like the creativity of it, how it can go anywhere. And you sometimes i be reading people's poems and i be crying like, oh my God, that was so deep. Like, you know, but I love, I love that feeling of poetry as well, like. I like when it's like really deep, and because I I like I can feel it like just from me reading it. So,
2: yeah. Say so, yes. All right, that's what's up. You know what I mean, uh, I would like for you to go into another piece. Me? Yes.
4: Oh, my turn. Yes. All right. So this one's called "A Mother's Job Is Never Done." Tonight, I broke down in tears in front of my daughter. I feel like I have the weight of the world on my shoulders. She told me I'm not empathetic or the communicator. I'm sorry if I'm tired from working seven days a week to make sure you have everything you want and need. Or maybe I cried because you told me all the financial fun that your dad is having with you. While I struggle to make sure the lights stay on and food on the table, these these are tears of years of sacrifice. No trips or retail therapy, sacrifices I made. I chose to put you first Always and forever and never last. I know you didn't choose to be here, but mama got big girl problems. And that's far, that you're far too young to understand. So forgive me if I'm tired and cranky from working so hard to give you all the things I never had. Is mama allowed to have one of those days occasionally? Just know that the love is sacrificed whenever I'm near my dear. And that's that piece.
3: Okay, now. All okay,
4: right. now. All right, Saida. <laughs> I, can I, can
3: kind of
4: I can relate to that.
3: I
1: can relate to that.
2: Thank you for that beautiful piece. Appreciate thank you. that. Okay, Shirley.
1: Okay. Uh, so this one is entitled When They Call You a Name That Is Not Your Name. Uh, And before I uh, read this, just to let you know, I need to leave after this because I, as a mom, I got to get my kids ready for bed and uh, I got to get some things done because I got work tomorrow. (laughs) So I just wanted to let you know, this will be my last piece for the evening, but it's been great with y'all. No doubt. All right. When they call you a name, that's not your name. The truth should never be spoken out loud. When the words are a lie to your soul, someone believes that you are not who you are. So, who are you? You question your own self, trying to figure out your identity, but you already know the answer churning within you. Your name is not the name that they call you, an insult. Your life is not what you thought it would be, but your name holds meaning. For those who call you out, your name brings a history of trauma. This trauma invades your knowing the meaning of yourself. Who are you? What is your identity? What is this history that holds your being? You refuse to accept this meaning that they bring upon your name because they're trying to force it upon your soul like a brand. You know who you are. You know your name and that is not the name you wish to be called. All right, thank you. Like and that. thank you, like and I'm gonna sign off, but thank you everyone, and right, I will no do this again. Thank I'll you for in having me.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you very You're much. Wonderful. Appreciate it. wonderful. You're amazing.
4: Thank you. Have thank a you. good night. You too. You too. Bye-bye. You. Bye-bye. Night.
3: Bye-bye. Wow.
2: All right, Brother Pope.
3: All right. Um. Yeah, it's almost that time I'm going to do this piece. Yeah, one of my, well one of my, uh, this is the first piece that actually I ever had recorded uh, by by my brother King's Cadence. Uh, rest in peace, bro. It rest in peace. It's called, uh, in peace. it's called Cocoa Butter. Back in the day, I was told to use cocoa butter this way. You take it and rub it on a scar and it would heal and blend into your skin. So I bought a jar. I'm in mean the plastic bottle of Palmer's brand. See, we didn't know about the effects of cocoa butter, and we trusted the words of our parents and grandparents. Today, I have a scar that I wish I could rub on some cocoa butter. The mere thought of a discussion makes me stutter. See, I don't know about you, but have you ever had your heart ripped out and served to you on a platter? You know, skip the appetizer, go straight to the main course. I said, no, thank you. I like my meat well done, of course. And I'm no cannibal, so no eating my own heart like an animal where's the cocoa butter so this internal scar can heal please i need some kind of ointment to deal grandma you told me this cocoa butter was amazing i have the biggest scar of my life and it's not healing i go to a dark place i know i've been given grace that with the wound just won't go away it has taken residence and wants to stay cocoa butter needs an enhanced formula the label on the bottle it just says for external use only well growing up i just know only only what i was told this cocoa butter was like black gold, the, the darkness that wants to consume me, create this violent behavior repeatedly. I just want a cocoa butter formula that can remove this scar. It's internal, so I need divine intervention before I go on a homicidal vacation. I, I can't go to a fictitious place like ours, you ask why, because I need something to rub on the scar, the one surgically done by her. I can't function some days because it hurts. Formed from dirt, I was made whole. No scars, maybe a mole. I squeezed just a little more. Cocoa butter smells so good and soothes more. Erasing the blemishes that were cut in my skin. This man-made chemical fuse with promises of blending power. Please begin. Blotting out the scar cut so deeply in my heart. As the blood dripped and I looked out at my slowly beating, dying heart. I just want to rub on some cocoa butter on this man-made scar. I fear the cocoa butter can't do anything for this internal scar. And that's that piece.
2: All right, brothers. All right, that was dope, fly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Thank you, brother. Definitely have things on. You. Word.
0: Appreciate
3: it. Appreciate it, Quentin. You made it.
0: With that, we're gonna close out the show. Great show tonight. Um, great for uh, Saida and Shirley to come through. Appreciate Thank you for having me. Uh, definitely me. was a pleasure, Saeed. So it. it won't be your yeah, last pleasure. time on the show. Absolutely. Any uh, final thoughts, any uh, final comments, you guys? Hey,
2: I appreciate everybody coming through tonight. You know what I always say, peace, love, and poetry. You know what I mean? So, yeah.
3: You might as well write that piece, bro, P.O.P. Go ahead, get it done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> With that, everybody take care. Appreciate everybody. Well, love, I'm Good night, Jeff. Uh, uh, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. everybody watching. Thank you so much. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Thank you. Have a blessed week. Have a blessed week.
2: Bye-bye.